It's time for your local weekly analysis, Slow County Public Policy and the Law, with your host, Stu Jenkins. The Union Forever, hurrah, boys, hurrah, down with the traitor. Welcome to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only at KNews 98.5. I'm your host, Stu Jenkins. As a lawyer, I help people protect their families and real estate with their estate plans. Since 1978, I've tried several thousand Slow County court cases. It has been my privilege to strike down unconstitutional election laws and city ordinances, and enforce the voters' decision to ban cannabis billboards on Highway 101. I've been honored to repeatedly serve as Superior Court Special Master. Here on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, we give you conversations with office holders, lawyers, activists, and journalists who shape public policy and laws that affect you. Last week, I had the privilege of speaking with Councilwoman Andy Pease about the city of San Luis Obispo's Climate Action Plan. Besides a general look at progress of that plan, I got to ask her about the city's ban on natural gas in new construction in light of the federal court having declared such bans to be unlawful. And we discussed alternatives that the city had not adopted before mandating that residents switch getting their electricity from the Central Coast Community Energy Electricity Brokers instead of from PG&E. Councilwoman Pease sent me some additional information after the show that I will talk about later. And, and I think that's wonderful for a uh, office holder who follows up like that. If you missed last week's show, log into the podcast of the interview at knews985.com. That's knews985.com. State Senator John Laird appeared on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, focused on bills in the state legislature that shape how offshore wind turbines and supporting harbor facilities may come to San Luis Obispo County. If you want to follow Assemblywoman Don Addis's bill, number AB80, that creates an offshore wind energy entity, Log into the State Senate's Appropriations Committee hearing scheduled for August 14th at 10 a.m. You can find the link to the State Senate and to Don Edis' office on Slow County Public Policy and the Law's website at knews985.com. Today, we had expected to have Congressman Salud Carbajal to talk to about his work for you on the agriculture, the armed services, the Infrastructure and the Transportation Committees. But the Republican House Speaker scheduled a long string of votes on the floor that made Congressman Carbajal's appearance this week impossible. So we will be talking with the Congressman on August 12th. But we do have two very interesting guests today. In my first hour, I'm pleased to talk with Calcos News veteran investigative reporter Karen Veely. She's authored a blockbuster series of articles following a San Luis High School head basketball coach and former athletic director having been placed on administrative leave 
and the articles reveal complaints and allegations of sexual misconduct. And there are also important stories she has authored for calcosnews.com recently. One focuses on former Oceano Community Services Director, who a judge just ruled may be liable for punitive damages to her neighbors. And another peels back the curtain on the California Coastal Commission's recent loss of a lawsuit brought by Friends of the Oceano Dunes. After that, I've got a really interesting guest for our times. Many of our listeners work at Vandenberg Air Force Base and Space Force Base, or they have family members who work there. Right now, we have nuclear-armed nations in open or in simmering conflicts. The U.S. is surely in a Cold War with Russia. Pakistan and India and China and Taiwan have border disputes that occasionally heat up. Iran, Israel, and Korea all have nuclear weapons. Let's not panic, but let's also not be complacent. That's why I wanted to talk today with George Sullivan about bomb shelters in our second hour. It's a interview you're going to want to listen to. But right now, let me introduce CalCoast News investigative reporter, Ms. Karen Veeley. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, it's always good to have you here. I, uh, I know you have some blockbuster uh, stories over this last month. And uh, the, the chief one that I wanted to start with was this uh, series of stories that started on July 8th. Uh, 2023 at calcosnews.com and the headline was slow high schools former athletic director accused of sexual misconduct comma on leave um, that started this series can you tell us about yes Jeff Brandau um, who's been at, at San Luis Obispo High School since 2012 was put on paid administrative leave in March based on allegations of sexual misconduct under an, with an underage student and also um, with a trainer at the school. So these were allegations. Uh, and But it's interesting to me that, that he was placed on leave in March, according to your reporting, but uh, you didn't have a story until July 8th. What, what was the delay in this coming out? I first, you know. I first received a call from a teacher at the high school who called anonymously, said, I don't want it to say much, but you need to look at a coach who's accused of wrongdoing. I don't want to say anything else. And they didn't even give the name. So at that point, it was very little. So this wasn't based on a press release from the school district saying that uh, this coach was on administrative leave, was it? Absolutely not. Okay. Then a former teacher called me and said there had been allegations of misconduct at the school for years and years and years, and he believed there was a coach, gave me his name, and then he was on paid administrative leave. At that point, I got hold of, tried to call the school and the district. Um, I did not receive a call back for more than a month. But in that time, I received another, an email from someone at the school who gave a lot of details. And then I received a call from a friend of an ele- 
um, someone involved in sports and an alleged friend of Jeff Brandau, who really detailed the allegations, explained his responses to the allegations. Explained whose responses? To Jeff. He said okay. he had talked to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's mm-hmm. saying. But I do not believe this trainer is lying. And the young woman comes from a good family in the community. And I don't believe she just made this up. This, this is what you were being told by the yes. source? Yes. And mm. then I was able to get a con- um, the human resources, head of human resources for the district, Co- uh, Coastal Unified School District, called me. And um, which was very interesting because it was over a month after I called. I'd called again, though. I I can be very pushy. <laughs> when, that's, that's why you're called an investigative <laughs> reporter, I suppose. So uh, I, I received a call during the 4th of July break. And he was actually out of, I, maybe even out of the country, he was out of California on vacation. And he called me. At least that's what he said. Yes, and okay. I believe he was. He sounded mm-hmm. very, very good. He said, I'm I'm only allowed to tell you this. And he said, he is on leave. I said, paid, administrative. They didn't say I could say that. But then, interesting, he mentions there have been no criminal charges filed. And I thought, what a thing to say without being asked. <clears throat> um, which mm-hmm. led me to believe there's probably a an investigation. And then I tried to get... Um, I put out my first story. Well, your first story also uh, isn't just about um, potential student misconduct with students. There's a uh, KSBY reporter uh, in your very first story. Yes. How how did that factor in? Well, I I then called an attorney I know, (laughs) and I asked him if he could look on the the list and were there any cases filed against Brandau. And was told yes. And then I went down to the courthouse and I pulled up the documents um, with cases filed against the school district and found, um, or against Brandau or the school district, and found a restraining order filed by a KSBY reporter. I put her name in the story at first. I could not get hold of her. And um, put her name in the story at first. And um, then she called and asked me to take her name out and um, was, uh, even after all these years, um, she could hardly speak through the tears and had told me that she's been in counseling for years, has changed her life, and could I please remove her name? I have spoken to her now multiple times. And um, what, were, what were the allegations in that restraining order? Uh, application that she'd brought against it was that brought against this particular coach uh, Jeff Brandau yes that uh, 50 to 100 um, calls I think a day um, contacts text messages threats against you know some of it was violence some of it was um, I'll give you an example I want you to talk to me I will pay you a thousand dollars to talk to me Ten thousand dollars to go on two dates, one to two dates, and twenty thousand for all in. And then he mailed her a check, written on his account with his wife. She put that all. That was all alleged in her uh, complaint. It was in the complaint. She wow. had copies. Mm-hmm. She put copies mm-hmm. of the check, copies of the letter. She showed the judge her phone. She had proof of, of what she put, 
in her complaint there was proof of. I see. Okay. And um, just so we're not um, mixing people up, uh, Brandau uh, spells his name according to your uh, uh, article B-R-A-N-D-O-W, not not some other way. Yes. Okay. Because um, I think there's probably different ways to spell a name that sounds the same. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Now, that uh, that led to, it looks like in on July 11th you had a second article. Um, and was that because after you published the first article, people started calling you up? Yes, I put a plea in the bottom, and I asked if you have been a victim um, of issues at San Luis Obispo High um, with Jeff Randall, will you, or if you have information about this, please contact me. And, and folks, you're listening to investigative reporter with Calcos News, Karen Vealy, um, who, who freely gives out her cell phone number on yes. programs and in her articles to make sure that sources can get a hold of her. What is that number? It's 805-234-1703. And if you have had issues at Slow High with Jeff Brandau or any of the coaches or people involved at the school with sexual misconduct or abuse, please give me a call. I am getting multiple people. I've had two calls today already that were students at Slow High that are claiming misconduct against students at the school. Well, and... and you know, to be fair, sexual misconduct is a uh, terrible sickness, and it's not limited to any particular school. It's uh, some some people get so greedy or lustful they, that could be at any school. So. Uh, I imagine if there are things like that going on at any school in this county, you'd like to know about that. Yes. The reason that it's it's so pervasive, if it is, if this all comes out to be true, the one thing that we're told over and over by the, the people calling me is, you know, my parents and I went and talked to the principal. Um, the principal pulled me aside and said I would ruin my reputation at the school. I would get him fired. Other students would be angry at me. I needed to let it go. That is the, the So there's allegations from uh, students or former students that you're receiving that um, people in authority were dissuade, trying to dissuade them from actually pushing the complaint? And the same people in authority. And then they claim the same people tried to help them. This person tried to help me at the school. This person told me this was going on with others. And they're, I'm hearing the good guys, the ones that tried to get help, I hear those same names over and over again. And the guys, they're using the same allegations. This man told me I needed to keep quiet. So it's, the stories are very, very similar. Well, now you've, on July 25th, you ran the third story, and it's a really long story. It's got a lot of detail in it. This is yeah. at calcosnews.com, and uh, the headline is Slow High School Officials Buried Sexual Misconduct Allegations for Years. What, what did you uncover? In this case, there was a trainer working at the school, 
and um, she had been hired by San Luis Obispo Sports Therapy. Many of the people that were involved as victims have asked that their names not be put out, though she is talking to investigators looking into this case. Um, she said that while she worked at San Luis Obispo High with Brandau, he would talk about sex all the time. He would comment on teen, you know, teenagers' bodies, on how they looked in their outfits, about wanting to have sex with their parents, about wanting to sleep with other coaches, about you know, things like, I haven't had sex in three days, I need somebody. It was, um, he was then though, she wasn't the target of him wanting to, he was interested in another coach at that time, she said according to this, this person. But at the time, she claims that he would say things, oh, you've got great breasts. Are students trying to sleep with you? Are they pursuing you? I heard that from woman after woman after woman. The same comment that they say, they allege he said to them over a sp period of eight years. She then... When, um, when, when, uh, when did your reporting say that he went to, that Mr. Brandow went to work at San Luis High. 2012. And uh, did your reporting uh, reveal where he'd come from? Um, I haven't put that out yet, but I'm also getting calls from women in San Diego County. So there will be more, there will be more out in the future. I'm mm -hmm. bringing out, there is so much with this case, I'm bringing out a little bit at a time. But after my first story came out, I received calls, I'll give you an example. I received calls, um, one of them was his trainer, and she made a written report, took it to uh, her boss at San Luis Coastal, or San Luis Sports have Therapy. You, have you seen this written report? No, San Luis, according so, to the so trainer. So she told you that she made a written report? Yes. And what did she say she did with it? She gave it to her boss at San Luis Coastal, who made an appointment at um, the campus to talk to uh, the principal then, Leslie O'Connor, I called her former boss, and she verified that she did make these complaints. They did take the written report, and they did have a meeting with Leslie O'Connor. And who's Leslie O'Connor? He was a principal at San Luis Obispo High School at the time. I've tried to contact him. I was told by Prater he is out of the country on who, vacation. Who is Prater? Prater is the superintendent of San Luis Co of Coastal Unified School District. Okay. And and uh, so, have there been any officials uh, named in your stories who have uh, been alleged to have tried to uh, cover up this situation over the last few years? I have named Leslie O'Connor as someone who said, according to the trainer, he told her, there's only a half full of people who know about this. I'm not saying it exactly as she told me. Let's keep it that way. And she said he tried to make her sound crazy for making the allegations. Hmm. Did he say what? Did, did she say why uh, Leslie O'Connor, is that the one, uh, said that uh, let's keep this just among the handful of people who know about it? She, no, she just said that that's, that's the comment that he made. Okay. All right. And um, are there, how early have you seen the 
uh, people reporting that this kind of behavior started when this coach worked at San Luis High? The interesting thing, I'm not hearing it started with this coach. I'm hearing that there is a, I have people calling 2010, 2015, claiming they made complaints. Um, For example, a person said that she made a complaint in 2015. She was a student. She claims another coach uh, told her he wanted to, um, she had a, um, and said this in front of another student, a great, but in a different word, and that he wanted to F her. I see. And she ended up telling the school, um, um, a guard at the school, and then she left. He said, you need to stay here, and she left and got her parents, and they came back. And she also makes the allegation that Leslie O'Connor told her, you're going to graduate in three months. Other students won't like you. He'll get fired. Please, you know, let's let this go. Instead, her and her parents took it to the police department and were told it's your word against his. They never called the other student. They never pursued it. According to her, she was told this. And um, she did it. This, this man ended up going on vacation and then early retirement. Um, I, haven't, I haven't written the story yet. But it appears the same kind of allegations that they were told to keep it quiet and no one was interested in pursuing this person's complaint. Well, are you suggesting that the reporting uh, evidences a culture of this kind of misconduct? Absolutely. Is it limited to San Luis High, as far as you can tell from your reporting? What I find is there appears to be allegations of misconduct. People do bad things. You have teachers. You, I don't care, cops, teachers, lawyers, reporters. They can do bad things. Folks, you're listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law here on KNews 98.5. And we're talking with Ms. Karen Veely, investigative reporter for CalCoast News, about a series of blockbuster stories. Stay tuned after this news break.